Happy Thirsty Thursday, everybody, and welcome back to Date Me or Hate Me, a podcast all about dating. I'm honestly in kind of like a salty mood to some extent. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the post I just recently posted on the podcast Instagram, but I had a guy on Bumble literally tell me that he's basically like trying to come up with a podcast that is about dating just with a group of people like that's how it's different than my podcast and like I don't care he can do whatever he wants but it's just kind of like are you here sir to like try to copy what I do already or like Did you actually want to go on a date? Because even though I put on my profile that, you know, I have a podcast, it's more of like, so the people who are matching with me know that they could potentially be an episode. Granted, I don't put anyone's personal information on here unless they're a guest and they choose to have their name and come on here and talk about things. So... Like, it's more of just kind of like a disclaimer. If they want to listen to it, they definitely can. I'm not going to stop them from doing that. But I'm just sitting here as this guy's like telling me he basically wants to do a podcast like mine, just with a group of people. And then he asked me to be on it. And I'm like, um, excuse me? I literally said, why would I want to do that? I have my own. And he's like, you can't be on more than one. Why? So I can like bring all my... Hey, girl. Hey, Toto. Bring all my, like, experiences and ideas and things like that to your podcast? No, sir. So, sorry. Just had to, like, get a little ranty rant there. I hope he listens to this, by the way. And I hope he sees the post that I posted because I don't care. Um, But, yeah, other than that, things have been going really well. So, I know the last time I was on here, I was telling you guys about a guy I was seeing. Well, (laughs) in true Nicole fashion that is non-existent anymore I actually got ghosted so there's that um yeah like I haven't been ghosted in like a few years so it's really annoying so if you ever are thinking of ghosting somebody just like be honest just tell them how you feel tell them that why you don't want to see them anymore and like honestly even if you don't want to go into a long spiel about it like how hard is it to text like a few words saying I'm not interested like that's literally all it takes granted that's like the easiest way out but like still it gives somebody the like information that you don't want to see them anymore rather than this like did he die like Some of my friends (laughs) were like, do you think he's, like, okay, like, physically? Like, do you think he got hurt? And I'm like, you guys are super nice because I'm sure he's fine. I hope he's fine. I mean, we never know because I got ghosted, so I don't know. But I think, yeah, it, it is what it is. But, you know, other than that, I actually have a date later on this evening as well so we'll see how that goes I'll have to update you guys next week but yeah so that's kind of like my little what's going on right now nothing too crazy except you know being a little sassy and 
yeah. Luckily, with all that happening, um, there will be plenty more content for you guys. Not that I didn't already have plenty of content, sadly, which I had someone also seem a little concerned about that. But like most of my stories are like dates that I maybe went on once or twice with a person and they were just so crazy that that's what happened. Or they're like people I seriously dated, but I haven't even seriously dated that many people. Um, so yeah, don't worry. I have plenty of content and topics and all that good stuff for you guys. But yeah, let's get into this week's episode about long distance relationships. Long distance relationships. We've all heard about them. And after the polls and everything, it seems like most of us have at least been in one of them before. Um, Honestly, like in my own personal experience, I feel like I heard more about them when I was kind of like in high school and things like that, weirdly, like when it used to be like an internet thing where you would like not know them, but they'd be like your internet boyfriend or girlfriend. Maybe that was just me, but they never seems like really real though, until the experience that I'm going to tell you guys about later in the next segment. Um, to me, like it was never like something that was like really real if that makes sense it just was someone that you talked to who didn't live close to you and you couldn't go see them casually but I had never met or dated somebody until the cheater actually who didn't live like close and he was only about like 45 minutes away at college so I mean it technically was like a longer ish distance relationship but it I didn't think it was because we would go and see each other you know every weekend or so either I would go to him or he would come to me so it never really felt like a long distance relationship even though we weren't you know 10 miles apart which I've dated people now that live you know a 30 minute drive away so that doesn't that's not long distance long distance to me is like obnoxiously far where you obviously can't see each other very often so yeah I was curious to get your guys feedback on this one because I guess my first quote real long distance relationship and if I refer to it as LDR you know what I mean Um, but yeah, so my first real long distance relationship was this past Corona time, like back in end of February, um, right before Corona got really, really bad. I'm sure if you've been listening since the beginning that you've might've heard me mention, you know, him, in those previous episodes where I like to give you guys updates on everything. So yeah, I figured what a good time to dive into that as now because, you know, with Corona, people are still trying to figure out ways to date and it is different than it used to be. A lot more people are using dating apps. A lot more people are doing virtual dates, you know, 
and not seeing each other as often as you would back in pre-corona times. Um, but yeah, so I was just like, hmm, let's do the long distance relationship episode because, you know, everyone, like I said, has dealt with it in some way or they know someone who's had a long distance relationship before or, you know, they have been contemplating it once or twice or, you know, they're open to it now because of Corona because you can't see each other anyway. I mean, some people are still doing it, but yeah. So I figured it would be a good topic. I know quite a few people personally too, who have been in them and who are still, you know, in a successful relationship from being in them. Granted the data that I uncovered the other day suggests that that is a rare thing, but we'll get to that later on, you know, towards the end. So yeah, this week's about the long distance relationship. They're definitely not easy at all. I don't care if you guys are like the perfect match. It is insanely difficult to be in a relationship when you can't see the person as much as you would like to. Even if you guys are sunshine and rainbows and everything's perfect, the fact that you can't have that person physically there is very, very hard. It's extremely hard. And especially someone like me where my love language is quality time. And I'm sorry, but a phone call or a FaceTime, granted, it is better than nothing, 100% better than nothing, is not the quality time that I need as someone in a relationship with somebody. I need that face-to-face doing something, even if it's just sitting on the couch watching movies, I need that with my partner in order to be truly happy in my relationship. That is how I grow to have feelings. And as someone who is also not super affectionate, I grow to be more affectionate with my partner and things like that. So long distance relationships are extremely hard for me as someone who values quality time so much. Like that is definitely my number one love language. I already know it because I do it with everybody. Like I'm always down to do something with my friends or the person I'm seeing because I just want to spend time with them. And when you're in a long distance relationship, you don't get that. You don't get that physical spending time with them. And like I said, you know, the phone calls and FaceTimes, like they definitely help keep the relationship alive as long as it can. But sometimes that's not enough and there's nothing wrong with that. And, you know, they hurt just as much as normal relationships do when they come to an end. But I also think they teach us something as well. I mean, they require a lot of effort. And realizing that someone wants to put in that much effort to make things work with you means a lot as well. You guys are both working together on each other's schedules or, you know, different time zones, like it to make it work and to make each other feel loved and appreciated and to communicate properly and, you know, to really try to keep your relationship alive and even thrive in order to make it to hopefully that next 
point where you guys can eventually be together because that is what people want even in long distance relationships they want to get to that point where they can be together finally however long that takes is between you and that person but at the end of the day when you go into a long distance relationship you are looking forward to that time where you can be with them where it's not just a phone call or texting or facetime it's that getting to be with them every day but then you know there's also the part of it where if you do get that to that point you know does it still work out because physically being with somebody is also different than virtually being with somebody so you know there's a lot of there's a lot of you know different factors granted i feel like most people who end up working out in the long term are people who met and you know had that face to face time and then something happened they went to college or they got a job somewhere else and then they did the long distance relationship in order to keep what they had alive and then finally after however long they get to be with each other again because it's one thing to go from you know like just meeting and like trying to work it out and you know now you potentially are with them all the time and you don't really know how they are fully. I mean, you can, of course, talk forever and ever and ever, but seeing their actions are different than their words. So yeah, I know I just like hyper analyzed all of that, but I mean, it's a very complicated thing as we will come to find out in my story and yours story. So let's jump into those. So let's go back to February, 2020 pre-corona I am scrolling through my bumble matches and matched with this guy um we had been communicating back and forth I gave him my number which I do not give out my number on dating apps unless I feel like the communication is pretty good because I don't like to waste my time personally I'm not going to go on a date with somebody that can't have a remotely stimulating conversation Like, you have to make me interested enough to want to go on a date with you. So, me and him had had some good conversation. I was insanely busy um, between my two jobs I have all the time and then the dance competition job I do. So, it kind of, like, fell off a little bit on my part. And then I kind of, like, realized that I had, like, blown him off for a week or two. And so, I texted him and apologized and he was, you know, really cool with it, and we decided to set up a date. So he asked me if I wanted to go to Meat Market, which is a super nice restaurant in Tampa. Definitely recommend if you've never been, and I was like, yeah, okay, that sounds great. Um, So I show up, and he looks just like his pictures. Thank goodness, because we all know how I feel about these men out here trying to catfish people. It's not just a woman thing, men. It's not just a woman thing. Um, but yeah, so then we're sitting down having dinner. The conversation is so natural. Like it was like we had been friends forever. Um, we ended up eating escargot, which <laughs> I do not wish to do again, but I did try it. It wasn't horrible, but the like texture and thought of it totally ruined it for me. Um, but yeah, so we're like talking Then he tells me he is in the Coast Guard, and that is why he is here in Tampa, 
for training, but he lives in Hawaii. And at the time, I honestly was like, oh, that's really cool. Like, I wasn't thinking that it could potentially reach a level, really, that it would progress to where I would need to be concerned with that information. Um, so at first, I was just like, oh, that's that's awesome. Like, he told me about Hawaii, all this stuff, and, like, where he had been before he was stationed in Hawaii. And the date went really well. So I had already planned to go out with some of my girlfriends after our dinner date. And I offered him if he wanted to come with us to come out. And he agreed. So he met us downtown and we all had a great time. We made him ride on the mechanical bull, which if you're a St. Pete person, you know where and what I'm talking about. And yeah, it was just a really great time. Had a really awesome night. And so from there, since the date went so well in the evening, we planned a different date. And on that date, he told me he really only had like a week left here in Tampa. Um, Unfortunately, when he like initially asked me out when we matched, he had, I think, like three weeks. But since, you know, I took those two weeks to be busy and not have time to even really communicate with him. We now only had a week. So in that week, I mean, we spent a ton of time together. We, you know, watched movies and ate ice cream and popcorn. And we went to a strawberry festival here. Well, a little bit outside of town. We, gosh, we went to dinner a few more times. Um, We went out to an event that ended up being a Harley event. So I got to see all my Harley people. And then he left a few things here because he was planning to return in two weeks for more training for about five or six weeks. So I was like, that's perfectly fine. I mean, you're coming back, so you will have them. I dropped him off at the airport. And, you know, in a week or two, we decided, you know, to keep it going because he was coming back and to see where it went, you know, kind of go with the flow. We were definitely interested in each other and having a really great time. And honestly, he might be the youngest guy that I like actually dated. And he was hands down the most mature, emotionally mature and just all around mature guy. Like it still baffles me that a guy so much younger than most of the men I'm used to dating has been the most mature seeming out of any of them. Um, but anyway, besides that point, so of course, here comes Corona ruining everything. And now he is unable to come back for his training because he can't leave because the whole world is basically shut down because of coronavirus. So after talking to him, We wanted to try to make it work because also, too, we were hoping that after a certain amount of time, the restrictions would let up and either he would get to come here or I could go to Hawaii to see him. So we tried to make it work for about two or three months. And ultimately, obviously, it didn't end up working out, but with the time difference we it was a six hour time difference because they don't do 
daylight savings time. So right when we had first like met, it was a five hour difference. And then of course, daylight savings happened and then it became six hour difference. So when I was basically going to bed, he would be getting up or, you know, that's like an eight hour difference, but you know what I mean? Like I would be getting ready to like wind down for the evening and he would just be like getting up and getting ready. And also with his work schedule, it just complicated things even more. He also liked to go surfing. So he would like get up and go surfing and I wouldn't hear from him for a few hours because he would be doing that. And then it got to a point where granted I wasn't working because I lost all my jobs thanks to Corona at the time. Um, So I did end up staying up later than I normally would just to talk to him. And my mother being here with me also made things more difficult too because I felt like I didn't have really privacy to have like random conversations with him all the time on the phone because I'm the type of person who doesn't like talking on the phone to begin with and I don't like people like eavesdropping on my conversations. And sorry, mom, but I know you would have been eavesdropping. So... That made it difficult, but we tried to make it work. We were, you know, at least communicating with each other once a day. Um, He would send me letters and I would send him letters. We got kind of like old school with it because Corona, what else were we going to do? And I don't know, it just gave it that more like physical thing as well. Just having like a piece of paper that they had and he would send me some pictures of like in Hawaii And yeah, I mean, and when it did end, I knew it was kind of coming because it was hard. Like I said, my love language is quality time. And it was really hard being with somebody that I couldn't like physically hang out with, especially because when he was here, we were with together, with each other, with together, we were together and with each other so much in that short amount of time that we had that it was like going cold turkey. I went from having, you know, what I wanted to not having it. And yeah, the phone calls and everything helped, but it just wasn't the same. So we both, you know, kind of came to this conclusion that, you know, the distance was too much. Things weren't really getting better as far as like him being able to leave Um, Since he's technically in the military, I think even now they're still super strict and they can't, you know, go anywhere and do anything really. And we talked about me going to Hawaii towards like the end of our relationship. But Hawaii was also super strict with their quarantine. I mean, if you went over there, you had to go straight to where you were staying for 14 days, couldn't leave even for food. And then you could go out. So that would be, you know, two weeks already in some place where you literally can't leave because they were supposedly tracking you with like your phone and stuff and could arrest you and send you back to where you came from on another flight. So it was like the universe was causing all these obstacles and... We really wanted to make it work. I do believe that, but it just wasn't the right time. I don't know if it'll ever be the right time because he did tell me he wanted to stay in Hawaii. And, you know, of course, a part of me is like, 
cool, like up and move to Hawaii. But there's another part of me that's like, am I just doing that to be with this person? Like, would I regret it as far as my own personal life journey? Just doing something just to please someone else. Granted, I don't think I'd have a horrible time at all. But life in Hawaii, like living there, I'm sure is so different than, you know, obviously going to visit. But, you know, I've seen and heard things about people who lived in Hawaii. It's just a totally different lifestyle. Granted, it seems way more relaxed, but it's just a different, a different lifestyle. That's basically what it is. So to kind of like summarize, it was a really great experience. Honestly, it was hard. It was so hard. But I would not take it back for anything. It was very meaningful. We did not end on bad terms. Granted, we don't really talk much now. And a lot of that has to do with, I mean, it was hard enough for us to communicate when we were dating that, you know, now trying to be awake when he's awake and vice versa and things like that. I mean, it's just, it's just hard to communicate when you have that much of a time difference and obstacles and hoops to jump through. So like I said, there's no hard feelings between me and him. I honestly hope he's doing really well and I hope he has found somebody to be with because he's a great person and I wish the best for him. He definitely deserves the love that he is looking for. And yeah, so not really a horrible long distance relationship at all, but definitely hard. Like I imagine all of them are in some aspects. So yeah, that's my experience. Not that long ago and honestly we got to a point where we were official so he was my boyfriend at the time and I treated him like so and I still count him as my boyfriend so he was not just some guy I went on a bunch of dates with and we tried to just keep dating long distance like we were in a technical relationship and yeah so like I said I don't I don't regret it but Let's see how you guys feel about long-distance relationships. And now it's time for your experiences. So I asked you guys, have you ever been in a long-distance relationship? And 80% said yes and 20% said no. Kind of like I mentioned before, like I had an idea that most people had been in one or heard about one or something with one. But when I saw the 80 and 20%, I was like, wow, this is just science backing up my theory and yeah so I'm glad like a lot of people could relate to this episode next up I asked you guys would you ever consider being in a long distance relationship and 47% said yes and 53% said no which I did see you know some people who I know have been in long distance relationships answer this one um whereas like I guess I should have made it more clear that maybe this was better suited for someone who hasn't been in one before. But I mean, maybe the answers would still be the same. Maybe some people who haven't been in a long distance relationship before just wouldn't do it because one, they either know they wouldn't be good at it or they just, you know, don't want to. That's totally fine as well. So kind of curious about the backstory between that result there, but moving on. 
I next asked you guys, are you still with your long distance relationship partner? And only 12% said they were still together. Whereas 88% said that we broke up. And that really makes me sad. Like, it does make me sad. I mean, I am right there with you, 88%. Like, I broke up with my long-distance relationship boyfriend at the time. And it was mutual. But, like, it's just, it's still sad. It's just sad that it's really hard to make it work. But, I mean, I am glad for the 12% who are still with the people that they were in a long-distance relationship with because it proves that it can happen. Now, is it easy? Definitely not. Does it happen more often than not? Obviously not. And I mean, if you want to do it, do it. I mean, it's like any other relationship. There is a chance that it's not going to work out. That is with every type of relationship. One you see, one you don't see, one whatever, I don't know what other option I was going to say, but you know, it doesn't hurt to try. And if you're both willing to put the work in, I really can't talk today. If you are both willing to put the work in, that is something that has potential to really last, but you have to make sure that you're willing to work at it just as much as your partner's willing to work at it. And I feel like you'll know that like, The guy I was in a long-distance relationship with, I knew that he was putting in the work to try to make it work. Like, I could tell by his actions, by his words. Granted, I couldn't see him, but I could tell what he was doing and the sacrifices he was making in his life to try to communicate with me in order to keep our relationship somewhat going, because it obviously ended eventually, but... And I was doing the same things for him. And so that is what it takes is two people willing to put the work in. Now, if you're like trying and your partner's not, obviously that's not going to work because it takes, like we talked about this whole episode, a lot of work to make a long distance relationship work. So I'm sorry to the 88% that it didn't work out. Should you do one again? We will find out when I ask you that question. So the next question I asked is, what was the hardest part of your long-distance relationship? And A said, not seeing the person slash having to sit on the phone for hours, which I totally get. Like I mentioned before in my story, I don't like talking on the phone. Like my family knows, some of my friends know, like I will do it because it is easier to communicate things rather than texting a huge paragraph or whatever. But doing it all the time, I do not enjoy that. Like, I do not just enjoy sitting and talking on the phone with somebody. I'd rather go hang out with them. I'd rather, you know, talk to them face-to-face. I'd rather, you know, text honestly sometimes instead of having to talk. Because sometimes I just don't feel like talking. Surprisingly. I have a podcast. But sometimes I don't feel like talking, okay? So I totally get that. Like, that's some of the issues that I faced too, but was willing to work through them for the person at the time. Next up, D said communication and we didn't trust each other. Communication is so key in any relationship, but especially one 
well, and trust too is key in any relationship as well, but especially one where you cannot constantly be with that person and you have no idea what they're doing. If you don't trust them and if you don't communicate what's going on, it's bound for disaster. It is bound for disaster. Like all those like negative feelings and like negative aspects of not properly communicating and not trusting each other no good can come from that no good can come from any relationship that has such negative foundation blocks or however you want to say it but especially a long distance one because you don't have you know the constantly seeing each other and seeing how they actually act in person versus their words and things like that you have to have communication and trust and respect for each other like those are non-negotiables or else it's just not going to it's not going to work uh d2 said not being able to see them after a bad day or being able to celebrate good things with them yeah like you know sometimes you just want to cuddle up with your person and cry maybe or you know something really good happened and you just want to go out with your person and, you know, have a nice dinner and just talk to them and hold them, hug them, anything, you know, touch, physically touch them because you can't do that in a long distance relationship. So I totally get that. Next, V said communication, obviously very important, like we discussed. C said, when we change, as people do over time, it's harder to change with them. And I totally agree. And I think to me, part of that is because they're changing and without the kind of like confirmation from their actions, seeing them in person, you don't know if like this is like a fake thing that like something that they're projecting or putting on just to try to like please you or either displease you in order to break up I mean things like that happen surprisingly not surprisingly but it's it's definitely harder because it's harder to be there for them when they're changing and then be there for you when you're changing and to grow through it together because they're not here seeing all the process steps you could tell them, but it's different. They say, you know, actions speak louder than words. And yeah, we could say how we feel and everything, but being there and experiencing it in person and dealing with it in person is a lot different. That's how I feel about that. Next up, Kay said, he was in Australia and I was in America. So even texting was a hassle because of the time difference. And girl, I feel you on that one because like I mentioned, six hour time difference. I'm sure Australia is like even crazier, but, or actually, I don't know what time is it in Australia, but no, like that just adds an extra loophole. It's different. If I was like, say dating somebody back in my hometown of Virginia, it's still going to be three thirty six there. Whereas, you know, in Hawaii, it's a six hour time difference. So, you know, I'm over here like, oh, it's like almost nighttime, you know, like the evening, what's up? And like, they're just waking up, like it's morning time. So it's just totally different. Like, 
aspects of the day and feelings that we have throughout the day change. It's just a lot. So I feel you on that one. K2 said distance. This was also before my marriage, but I was military. She was in college. Distance fizzled us. I I totally feel that because that's basically what happened to me as well. And there's not really much you can do about it because especially in these times, we couldn't travel to each other without it being insanely difficult. And, you know, even if you're with them for a week or two, it's not the same as, you know, just being able to call them up and be like, hey, like, you want to come over tonight or you want to go to dinner? It's just, it's, it's hard. Next up, M said, finding the time off to travel, which, yeah, and especially with corona times now, it's like basically a whole extra wrench in the plan. And finally, Jay said, it's so expensive to see each other, which is so true. I mean, I would have had to fly to Hawaii, which is not a cheap flight either. I mean, it was cheapest I've probably ever seen it in my whole life and anyone else when Corona first started. But I mean, there are times I've looked at them and they cost just as much as it cost me to fly round trip to Greece. So it ain't cheap. Even if you're going somewhere, you know, in the continental United States, a flight is not the cheapest thing in the world. So that's very true as well. Next up, I asked you guys, would you date someone long distance again? And here is where it is. 35% said yes, and 65% said no. And like I kind of said before, that is totally your choice. But, you know, if you want to take the risk again, take the risk. Because dating anyone, anywhere, at any time is a risk. You're putting your feelings out there risking getting hurt and yeah it sucks it totally sucks when it doesn't work out or you know you break up but you learn from every relationship you learn from every experience and it might end up working out one time so don't you know ruin something before it's even started but if you you know had a long distance relationship and you're like I just can't do that again where honestly I don't think I could do it again unless I planned to be with the person within like months time a few months time I'd probably do it but just never knowing when you could see that person again the way that times are it's I couldn't do that again I couldn't go through that so I do feel you on that now if I felt like it was worth it and there was a light at the end of the tunnel that I could see I would do it again just is all based on the situation. And next up, lastly, I asked you guys what other random long distance stories or info did you have for me? And you guys said, how many end up being catfishes? And I think that goes more to like what I was talking about where like in high school you had an internet boyfriend or girlfriend because I feel like most people who are in actual long distance relationships sorry, there's like something in my throat. You have met the person before, like you've met them face to face, you've established a connection, and you determined that even though you don't live in the same place, you're willing to make it work. 
So I don't think too many end up like, you know, that show on MTV, Catfish, these days. But back then, obviously, you know, that show was popular back in like high school and everything. So I feel like that was more popular back then. And then next, someone said, I think it could work if you met every two weeks or so. And yeah, I think if you had consistency, it it would be easier. I don't think, you know, having two weeks off would totally kill me. But honestly, I like being able to spontaneously call up my mans and be like, hey, you want to go do this? Or hey, let's hang out tonight. Or hey, yada, yada. And being however far away where that wouldn't work out would be really difficult for me. And so next I have a few comments and stories for you guys too. So D said, in response to your LDR theme, I would say you have to have extreme patience to be able to pull one off. It's not made for everyone, unfortunately. In my experience, it was the distance that broke down the relationship I was in at the time. And it just became too much of a strain for my ex, which I mean, that's like I said to a lot of you guys' response, that's how mine was too. I mean, that's, you know, that's the hard part about it. And that's what potentially ends up ruining it if you just feel like it can't work. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with, you know, saying that you don't think it's going to work out or that you can't handle the stress of a long distance relationship because it is stressful. It's a, a type of stress because you can't be with that person. You're trying so hard to make it work way harder than you have to try with someone you can see all the time. So, I mean, it definitely, it is what it is. Next up, Jay said, it's what you make of it. If you think it sucks, then it'll suck. If you enjoy and cherish every moment you get with them, it'll work out. But best advice is to avoid clocks when you're with them. It just creates anxieties of you counting down the clock until your time with them is over. And I think that's so true. And like I think I said before, I've, I, you know, I repeat a lot of the same things over and over again because I just feel like they're really true. You might not, but, you know, The whole idea of if you think it sucks, it'll suck. And if you think it could be good, it'll be good applies to every relationship. Obviously a little bit more with long distance stuff because you get in your mind and you don't have that in-person reassurance. But with any relationship, if you think it's not going to work, it's 100% not going to work. And if you're only thinking that because you're afraid or you, you know, are unsure, you have commitment issues, you whatever, then it's 100% not going to work. But if you are open to allowing something to evolve and happen naturally and you have a positive outlook on it, it has way more chance of surviving than you being negative as hell about it. And I know I said hell, but I mean, it's true. So thank you for that, Jay. Next up, we have Kay's story. And he said, before Amazon, I ordered my long-distance girlfriend a bed, bath, and beyond type gift basket for her to relax in for her birthday. What showed up was a bread and cheese basket. She was embarrassed because her dorm friend saw it and she ripped into me about it, not giving me a chance to explain what she had versus what I had ordered were different. 
when I finally emailed her my receipt, this was before smartphones were picture capable. Side note, (laughs) I feel old. (laughs) You're not old. You're not old, Kay. It was my only way to quickly send her the evidence. She never apologized and also said some ugly things when she was mad. And he said, but I'll add, even with me being older with tech and better resources, long distance relationships aren't worth it. And you can totally feel that way, Kate, because, you know, they are hard and that's perfectly okay to not want to do it again. So I respect your decision. But honestly, I don't know why she was so upset about a bread and cheese basket because I would gladly take both a bed, bath, and body work gift basket or and a cheese basket, a cheese and bread basket because they sound equally as good. They're different, but equally as good. So she just wasn't the one because she couldn't appreciate the bread and the cheese because I would love the bread and the cheese. They're like edible arrangements. It's like flowers are nice, but so are edible arrangements. And it's like same, same, but different. This is like the same, same, but basket edition. And then lastly, we have S's story. She said, in high school, I dated one guy seriously, serious as high school relationships go. And at one point during our on off again relationship, he was arrested on drug charges. So he went to an outdoor juvenile correction camp program for 13 months. And we wrote letters to communicate no phones, emails, nothing. We broke up and for back, we're back together during that time. But it was wild. I think he came home twice for like two days. So I would only serious con- seriously consider a long-distance relationship if it started as a living close-by relationship, had been over a year together already, and I really saw it going somewhere. Dang, S. You already know how I feel about that story. And about the latter part, you can't, you're not allowed to go anywhere or else I'll have to handle the situation for you. But no, I agree. I think you have to have that connection in person in order to really make the long distance relationship work. Because if you don't have that foundation, what do you have? You basically have just like these imagination type, you know, feelings towards somebody that you don't even really know if you like them for them or if you like them for the idea of them, which always causes issues in any relationship. So I definitely agree with what you said. And I'm sorry that he went through that craziness. But yeah, that is all your guys' feedback. I, as always, appreciate you guys voting on my polls and, you know, sharing your experiences with me. I really think it what helps make the podcast what it is. And I totally love it. Love you guys so much. And let's round out this week's episode. I'll keep it short since this episode's been a little bit longer than some of the past ones, but kind of recapping on everything we talked about, if you want to take the risk on a long distance relationship, 100% do it. You have just as much to lose as any other normal relationship and just as much to gain. So kind of Take the time to analyze the situation in your mind because, again, nobody knows your circumstance. Nobody knows what you want, how you feel about this decision, about this relationship, you know. So 
Of course, it's nice to discuss with friends and family and people you trust about what you should do, but always follow your heart and your gut and your intuition because at the end of the day, it's your life, it's your decisions to make, and do what makes you happy, honestly. It might not make sense to other people, but do what makes you happy. Of course, as like I always say, as long as you're not being like physically or emotionally abused or, you know, have like toxic behavior that could cause those issues, do what you want to do. If you're not being harmed, do what you want to do. Love who you want to love. Date who you want to date. Because the rest doesn't matter. It's your life. And you deserve to be happy whatever way that happiness comes to you. Yeah, are long-distance relationships easy? Definitely not. It will be super hard. It will be probably one of the hardest relationships you will go through. Because it just requires so much more extra effort to do what comes more naturally in a face-to-face relationship. So know that, but know that it can definitely be worth it. It works out in the end for some people and it can for you as long as you and your partner work hard and love each other and are willing to put the work in and communicate, trust each other, respect each other. Granted, these are all things that every relationship should have, but it can work. So don't, you know, listen to my story or anyone else's story and think that it could never work for you because there are stories where it does work out. So do what you want to do. Make yourself happy. Be with who you want to be because at the end of the day, that's all that matters. So I'm going to end it on that note. thought it was a pretty good note, but I will have to update you guys next week how this date goes. We shall see if he ends up being a podcast episode. I always, at least now, kind of go into dates and being like, is this going to be interesting enough to go on a podcast episode? But honestly, I've already kind of talked to him and I want him to hopefully be a guest on the podcast one of these days because he isn't from here so I think his you know perspective of dating where he's from and dating here would be really interesting I think you guys would really like it so maybe I'll discuss that with him tonight but have a great thirsty Thursday drink one for me and I'll see you guys next week